Maybe something stronger. Three bottles of whiskey might get you through this show, but I'm still not quite sure of that. I thought I'd do a special again. I'm getting... It's a good word, isn't it? Special's a great word. And I thought uh, I would do a special on an album of mine I released in 2012. An album called A Temper of Peace. Now, this album was my third solo album after In the House of Stone and Light and an album called In the Temple of the Muse. Uh, Yes, this third title, A Temper of Peace, was a little bit shorter than the first two titles. I was trying to be more um, minimal... <laughs> anyway, a, te- a temper of peace. I remember people saying, well, what does that really mean? It means a temperance of peace. And that was something that I've always been searching for all through my life. I'm sure you have as well. We always know those moments when we get there. We just think everything's in harmony. Everything feels right. Unfortunately, only for brief moments probably in our lives. But that's what a temper of peace means. Uh, a temperance of peace. Um, so this album, it has 14 songs on. And and I thought I would go through each song. I can't play all the songs all the way through. Otherwise, we'd be here for 15 bottles of whiskey and we'd be here for a whole week. But I will play all the tracks um, so you can feel them, uh, certain parts of them. And I'll tell you the stories behind them, at least what I can remember of them. Uh, this album was released on my own independent uh, indie label called Arningboard Records. Arningboard Records because my mum, when she was alive, used to notice that I used to put my music speakers on her ironing board for so that it was level with my ears so I would always use her ironing board not for ironing clothes but for putting the speakers up there hence ironing board records ah uh, yeah you'll be getting lots of nonsense information like this throughout this show so be prepared I, I reckon it's time to play uh, the first track on the album which actually is two songs joined together I thought this would be fun uh, I remember from one of the albums I loved as a kid was um, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road and I just thought how they brought Funeral from a Friend into the next track more of a rocky track I just thought how they blended those two songs together was quite brilliant and I thought I want to try it here with a track called Halo and a track called The Washing of the Heart now Halo is a very emotional piece Um, I was working on all the analogue keyboards it was the old Oberheims the Jupiters the Moogs and so I really wanted that very analogue beefy sound on the pads and the song it relates to how we lift people up and put halos above their heads they could be Hitler they could be a prime minister they could be a president they could be our father they could be our husband or our mother Uh, we do tend to lift people up and put them in um, saintly places that's where halo comes from and the washing of the heart is again a redemption song about trying to start over again you always have a chance to um, start again I believe so let's hear those two pieces together halo and the washing of the heart track one Time. 
really track one and track two of uh, a temper piece a song called halo and uh, the washing of the heart uh, linked together i remember um with a washing of the heart that uh, i was working with robbie williams at that time and he heard it and he said shake my soul naked i love that so uh Yes, thank you, Robbie. Um, and uh, I remember when I was trying to put these two songs together, that Halo was in the key of E flat, and uh, Washing of the Heart, when I was writing it, wasn't in that key. So I had to change everything on the guitar, put a capo on, and um, join those two to, together in the same key, and um, learn it, learn Washing of the Heart on the acoustic guitar, which was interesting, writing a... Uh, uh, 
all-going funk song, really, which has techno um, overtones on an acoustic guitar. And when I was jamming the song, because I really believe the first roughs are important, I had the window open in the studio. And for some reason, I thought, it's adding something, some kind of whoosh, hair, noise, and atmosphere. So when I recorded Washing of the Heart in the new key with the capo on the guitar, I had to have the windows open. So uh, technical um, things went out the window at that point. If there was going to be hiss, there had to be hiss, because that was the vibe I was writing the song on. Um, I do think there's a ritual feel about Washing of the Heart. Uh, the Egyptians used to um, weigh the hearts of people that had died and uh, depending which way it went, left or right, low or high or down, you either went to the good place or you went to Hades or hell. So um, I think there's a real ritual vibe about the way the washing of the heart is created. So um, let's go on to track number three, which is a song called uh, Think of Me When You Dance. I've been writing um, some songs for Josh Groban, and this little piece was really written around the time I was thinking about him performing a song like this, because he'd recorded my song Me Morena. It's massively romantic, and I, I remember uh, really concentrating on the chord progression, because some of these classic songs that I've always loved, you know, from uh, Gershwin and uh, the American Songbook, and I've always been a big fan of uh, the poetry of the Chilean poet Pablo Neruda and so I was in that mood um, I suppose it was a kind of uh, brother or sister song to Mi Morena anyway, um, here's track three Think of Me When You Dance May your heart become strong through the days and nights that I'm gone May a light still shine in your eyes Every time my song is played I'll be there tonight When the music sets you free working with Josh Groban doing Me Morena and uh, I didn't want to do a key change when I was producing him and David Foster said but you you have you have to have a key change and I refused and uh, luckily uh, they went along with my uh, I well Josh went along with uh, keeping it as it was uh, it didn't get onto the main album it got onto the special edition one probably because I didn't have a key change anyway back to think of me when you dance I was playing this beautiful nylon guitar I've got called a P project which I 
bought from um, a specialist that made these nylon guitars in Japan uh, right back in the days of in the House of Stone and Light um, specially had to order it and uh, I remember playing uh, a lot of the lines on that lovely guitar spending a bit of time thinking about what other kind of melodic lines work around the lead vocal so um, yes I floundered for a while but found some melodies I like um, that brings me to the point here this album a temper piece I played all the instruments on on the record uh, mainly because because, you know, it's very expensive to have uh, musicians playing with you. Um, and all through the years, I've been quite prolific, so I couldn't always keep bringing a band in. It was like uh, going to waste so much time for me and spend so much money. So I, my whole thing was I had to get music out. And so I became Todd Rundgren, uh, Paul McCartney, Stevie Wonder, all in one day. Um, and uh, I became really a self-producer, self-mastering, self-engineering, made my own cup of tea, dressed myself in the morning even wash myself can you believe that yeah well i did wash myself through this record didn't i yes i did um so and shaved myself i'd have have you known i'm a clean shaven songwriter he's a clean man um well back to the subject <laughs> think of me when you dance i've always thought it's one of my stronger pieces for somebody else to sing i think melodically and harmonically it's one of those songs i'm i'm quite baffled that nobody wants to sing it uh, i love those kind of romantic latin songs so if there's any latin chappies or ladies out there lassies um pick this song up immediately will you so on to track four it's a song called soul print and uh big song for me i feel when i think about this whole album i would say this song uh, soul print uh, actually signifies um a temper of peace um i had a cat a pet cat called karma and uh, we were incredibly close and when he passed away i was i remembered feeling like um this is one of the best friendships i've ever had in my life and i learned a lot from mr karma and uh, i was in grief and i was reading a lot of poetry by baudelaire and the french poet um does touch a lot on the deeper side and the underground feelings of grief and uh, this song appeared again i fall into reggae uh, a lot of times when i'm trying to write emotional songs uh, reggae speaks to me as a wonderful uh, folk music of um, of soul uh, rhythm you can play reggae and still feel even though it's a great rhythm and moves you you can you can still feel that you can write emotional songs in this particular style I sang the song right from the beginning in falsetto vocal, which is a little bit unusual. I think it was to do with um, it being, in a way to me, uh, a kind of hymn to karma. Um, anyway, um, I'll play you the song now. It's track four uh, on a temperate piece, Soul Print. Fate will break the bond of love. A sea of sadness fills my blood. The kiss of grief, the wound still bleeds In the echo of your name The gate is closed between us Yet a temper of peace remains Feel your soul Even though your light has gone I feel your soul On me And I will walk in your deep song Every day I breathe the sun I feel your soul Print on me Are you still whispering out Never forget, never forget, never forget 
song it is a long one i think it gets on near to seven minutes but trying to get this whole radio show done with all the tracks in there and talk about these songs i've got to be a disciplined man that was soul print uh track four yes uh enjoyed playing the bass on that uh, i played uh paul mccartney hoffner a uh, bass on that and doubled it with um my music man bass and uh yep I would have liked to have played that song all the way through because I was getting into it. Um, I remember when I finished it, uh, my manager, particularly the end, the fade that I'm not playing here, my manager heard it and a tear came into her eye and um, she's not one really to break down when she hears these songs but like like me, she's an animal lover so she, she got the message of soul print. So on to track five and now we go to somewhere completely different as Monty Python would say. This is a rather Gaelic Irish kind of song called Ruby Ray. Um, the backgrounds, uh, the background vocals are all written in Old English. I studied uh, what my background vocals would be in Old English and um, it was really quite fun to do that. Uh, if you read the booklet in the album you'll see the actual words um, spelt out. They make no no sense to me now, but <laughs> when I was singing them, they sounded great. So have a listen to those background vocals. This is a bit of a fun song, um, and uh, I'll say no more till after. Here's Ruby Ray, and she's quite a fiery girl. Ruby Ray, it's summertime again. There's laughter in your eye. You're running through the fair. I can see your long scarlet hair So wild and free A blaze you come to me A spirit burning red Oh Lord, I can't forget The kiss that never ever left my lips Here's a story about a girl who stole the sun And with her smile she could enchant everyone Without a word All heads would turn when she passed your way Ruby Ray It's summertime again Laughter in your eye And you're running through the fair Oh, I can see your long scarlet hair So wild and free A blaze you come to me A spirit burning red Oh, Lord, I can't forget The kiss that never, ever left my life Inside her, she's desire unchanged. Well, just imagine if sin is passion and lead me astray. Ruby Ray, it's summertime again. There's laughter in your eye, you're running through the fair. I can see your long scarlet hair So wild and free A blaze you come to me A spirit burning red Oh Lord, I can't forget The kiss that never, ever left my lips 
I'm quite proud of that acoustic guitar solo. Um, Ruby Ray. <laughs> I'd like to meet her. Um, interesting um, arrangement on that song. I think it's really quite bizarre, really, starting with the chorus, the verse and the bridges. They all seem to mix together. And uh, I remember when I was recording this that it was hard to get the rhythm right with the drum machines. You think you could put a rhythm all the way through it, pretty standard, but it didn't work that way. So I really had to play the drum machine like I was like a drummer uh, or a percussionist and uh, play it almost like a jazz feel. And uh, nothing was really repeated. So it was. I was uh, actually playing the drum machine, listening to the song as though I was a drummer. And uh, the kicks and the snare uh, and the hi-hat were pretty irregular, but they seemed to fit the arrangement a bit like, um, I suppose, uh, a jazz performance would look upon playing something spontaneously. Um, and also, if you listen to how the bass is playing, you know, it's at certain points when everything doubles up. And that's all just to do with the feel of the song. It wasn't really planned, but you just felt emotionally we have to move forward here. Um, so that's Ruby Ray um, dipping into really, in a way, a kind of folk place. Yes, as I said, the background vocals, uh, my manager helped me find the Celtic and the Saxon old English versions of uh, what I was doing on the background vocals. And it really added, I think, to the, the atmosphere of our fiery lady there, Ruby Ray. So how are you doing with the whiskey out there? Uh, what bottle are you on? I would say open another bottle just about now because we're going to track six. It's a song called I'll Grow Old With You. And uh, it's a short song, so I think we can play it all the way through. I remember when I played it to Robbie Williams, he said, You've stopped! Why have you stopped? You've only just got going. Um, it's a very simple song, but I think... Um, you know, again, we're in the romantic world of Mr. Page. Um, and I'm playing a Taylor acoustic guitar, fingerstyle. And I, I remember my manager again saying to me, you know, she had a friend who was getting married and she wanted me to turn up at the uh, celebration after and play this song to them live. And I said, yes, that would be good. And then I bottled out. I thought, oh, I'm not sure I can do a James Taylor in front of thousands of people that are, maybe if they were drunk, it might work. But, uh, I agreed to it, then I thought, no! Um, <laughs> then I thought, maybe if I just strum it and don't do the... F I'm not very good at playing acoustic guitar finger style. I wish I could do what Paul Simon does. I've tried, I'll get near it, but not quite there. So anyway, um, I'll play it to you now. Very simple song about love. I'll grow old with you. As I watch the firelight tremble in well, I'm lost for words I thought I could make it all my own Walk this road alone Oh, but I was wrong There comes a time when the heart decides no darkness will block the sun And everything changes When you meet the one you need It's just that simple When you let go To see tomorrow in her eyes So tonight your hand in mine And I'll tell you I've found a wall I have been searching for all my life I need you to know To tell you from my soul All I want is to grow Now, I think if I'd had the courage to play that at the wedding celebration, I'd have been mobbed. I'd have been mobbed. They'd have lifted me up on their shoulders and carried me around. But I bottled it. Yes, I, uh, I didn't turn up. <laughs> I didn't turn up. Um, anyway, uh, this is a song called I'll Grow Old With You, and it is nearly the middle of this album. It's uh, track six, and... Uh, 
I'll keep working on my f acoustic guitar finger style. I promise to get better. And who can tell? Who knows? Uh, if I keep practicing, when this career just fades away into oblivion, I could be available for um, any weddings out there at a good price. Man with guitar will travel. So we're at the halfway stage of the album, uh, track seven. I think a lot of you out there know this song. I used to perform it live on that House of Stone and Light tour. It's called When the Harvest is In. is in um, very old song actually goes right back uh, to the house of stone and light days i had a rough demo i was uh, thinking it might go on that album but i didn't put it on that album and then i came back to it um, around 2012 and i did some more bass and some per live percussion and live drums and touched a few things up and i thought this would be good uh, to put out at this point and so uh, there it is I was very influenced back then when I was writing it by the poetry of Seamus O'Heaney and um, the Irish poet, and I was listening a lot to the Waterboys, so there was a kind of, I suppose, folk vibe going on, on top of, believe it or not, reggae rhythms. Strange, eh? Yes, but that's me, strange. Uh, so, um... <laughs> We are at the middle point at seven songs. And so why don't we um, just realise this is the, the middle part and talk about something else about the album. And I thought maybe you'd be interested in the artwork, the cover. Um, that's a, a, a sculpture um, that I, I saw at the Huntington Gardens in Pasadena. They were showing it in a very special place. And uh, I go there a great deal and walk around and meditate. And I glanced into this uh, area. And there it was, up against the window. And I thought, what an amazing um, sculpture. It's actually very small. Uh, but as I walked up to it, I thought it really uh, reminds me of uh, a temper of peace. Um, there was a great 
great positivity and energy in it and uh, it was almost like um, the horse was and the sun it was seeking hope it was very optimistic to me and I thought a temperance of peace this is what we're all searching for anyway it really spoke to me and it's called Day by Paul Howard Manship uh, and Paul Howard Manship has done some incredible sculptures over his time and uh, I thought I'll ask the Huntington if I could um, have this as my album cover. And they sent us an amazing photograph of it and said, of course, um, just pay us a million dollars. No, they were very reasonable. Um, $3.50. So uh, <laughs> we got hold of uh, that picture and we asked the guys who were doing the artwork to put it uh, on the cover. And I'm very, very proud of that. Uh, I think it does sum up the... Um concept of striving for a temperance of peace so yes the album cover is called day so back to the tracks on the album track eight uh, this is a song called hungry ghost and uh, hungry ghost uh, in buddhism relates to um, us when we crave something we desire something so much we can't let it go and we will be driven to extremes as a hungry ghost to uh, feed our desires and i took that concept and wrote it into um, a quite dark love story um, quite sexy as well um, where really uh, you cannot give up the drug of love so have a listen to this um i'll just tell you about this uh, when i wrote the track it was first called the one and i had that in the chorus of the singing the one and i thought there's millions of songs called the one isn't there so i took that away and used it as a background vocal and i just jammed another vocal on very uh, uh, close to the mic very low octave very close to the mic like i was speaking and that sort of got the the vision of hungry ghost appearing for me and i broke through uh, I always wished I could have a real drummer like Jimmy Copley playing on this track, uh, but I tried to imagine what he would play. So I spent quite a lot of time uh, programming the drums on this, uh, thinking what Jimmy may have, uh, uh, how he might have approached this song. And I'm very proud of my guitar playing on this, particularly the solo which I recorded on a $260 uh, guitar, a uh, Telecaster, Fender, te Fender Telecaster, which turned out to be absolutely a brilliant guitar. I had uh, the guitar experts come across and help me with setting up all my guitars, and when they came across this Telecaster, they said, my God, you have fallen upon a gem here. So that's what you'll hear here, the Telecaster on Hungry Ghost. Let us walk then, just you and I Where the sun melts against the sky To lose ourselves in cheap hotels In the blue wick of night For trembling down deserted streets where we'll breathe in a different air Funny how the sorrow ends When the moon is in your head Yeah, yeah. I can taste your lips so
Hungry Ghost. Um, <laughs> if you're a fan of uh, T.S. Eliot and you're a little bit literate, you'll know that a, a lot of the influence in those lyrics comes from The Wasteland by T.S. Eliot. Thank you, T.S., for the inspiration. Um, anyway, uh, Hungry Ghost. Moving on. Uh, to track nine, my favourite number. Um, a little ditty here, a little instrumental I thought would be quite fun to throw in. It's called Titch, which is what I call my manager, Diane Poncher, because he's only two foot one and I'm eight foot nine. So uh, that became uh, a, a code word for her. Where's Titch? Get my contract signed. Where's Titch? Um, and this, if you're quite clever, you'll realise this came from the middle eight of a song called I Can't Get There Without You. I took the vocals off and I just thought the chord progression was quite lovely. So this is Titch and uh, hope you enjoy it. Don't you wish all my songs were that short? Don't you wish they were just that cut down? Um, anyway, that's Titch. It just felt like a nice thing to do because when I was working on the song I Can't Get There Without You, um, I was mixing it and then I listened to the piano and the chords in the in the middle of that section and I thought, I'm going to put down a quick rough of this because it's, in my mind, quite beautiful and reminds me of my manager who's now one foot three. <laughs> Titch. Track 10, uh, a song called What Did I Do to Deserve You? Um, I was in re reading a book called Electric Eden, and it was refer referring to how the British had brought folk into electric music, you know, bands like Lindisfarne and, um, and uh, String Driven Thing and Fairport Convention and how folk music, uh, the Albion music, the music of the Isles, also had affected ambient music and so when I wrote this song I was thinking uh, of uh, in, in a way uh, of giving it an ambient texture even though it was a very simple uh, folk song. It's recorded on a couple of Taylor acoustic guitars which I love because they're so warm sounding and um, I created some rhythm with like bodron drums and uh, some ambience around it. I had really and I finished the song actually with a, a very a, a real pastoral textural uh, uh, ambient effect we won't get that far because we haven't got enough time. Anyway, here is What Did I Do to Deserve You? Won't you wear your harvest bow Like a badge upon your sword And we'll lay again beneath the crescent moon can you feel the long grass sway Your breath against my face And once again, yeah, you will be my muse What did I do? What did I do To deserve you? While above us only stars You carved your name into my heart Where forever it remains My soul's tattoo What did I do? What did I do To deserve you? What did I do? What did I do to deserve you? Take this blood red rose to your gentle soul. Lay your pain on this wreath of rain. Sleep on a Till our bodies weave 
10. Um, what did I do to deserve you? Uh, folk mix ambience. I was playing the mandolin as well on that. Enjoyed that. I like the bass. Uh, some of those lines that are doubled and put into stereo on that track. Um, I, I mentioned the book, you know, Electric Eden, and I was really pissed off when I read it that they didn't mention Genesis in there. Because Genesis, who I was so influenced by in the early years, I mean, they had Foxtrot, Nursery Crime, um, Selling England by the Pound. You don't get more pastoral than that. So, track 11, um, I'll go back into time again. This is a very old song, even older than when the harvest is in. Um, uh, but I always felt a love for it, and I couldn't find the right place for it. My manager one day said, yeah, you should uh, do some more work on that. So I gave it rebirth, um, put some new bass on it. I was thinking about Verdine White of Earth, Wind & Fire. How would he play on a song like uh, Healing Waters? Um, and also I put a live percussion on and live drums and um, did a different intro, did a different outro with a, with, um, a vocal arrangement. Um, I really saw this as a kind of um, African song in a lot of ways, an African hymn. So uh, it's a, a rehashing of a song that I started back in the dark ages and then thought for this album, I'm gonna give it a rebirth. So here it is, Healing Waters. Hope is gone I also put uh, a new vocal arrangement in the middle eight there with uh, <clears throat> those kind of primitive vocals, ritual vocals. Uh, that's a great example of a demo being worked on many years later again. Uh, the demo originally, that's a Lindrum program there, and I'm doing guitars, which I think were around the era of U2 because the guitars were being really uh, created through delay units. Um, and uh, that's really an example of a song that, for me, stayed with me for many years. And then with other people encouraging me, we thought, let's... Um Let's uh, reimagine it. And so there we are. Track 11, Healing Waters. And now, as Monty Python says again, for something completely different, I, it, this reminds me that uh, my styles of writing are all over the place because here's a soul song, uh, I Can't Get There Without You. Um, this is um, very much, I suppose, in the Gamble and Huff Philadelphia sound, Hall and Oates vibe. Um, actually, when I, uh, the Osmonds uh, actually recorded this song after they heard it on their last tour of England and called their tour, uh, I Can't Get There Without You. I think it's We Can't Get There Without You the fans so um, I've had my songs cut by the monkeys and the Osmonds I don't know what that says about me but uh, in some kind of way I'm very proud because I used to watch those as a kid on TV um, 
I Can't Get There Without You, pure love song. Took me the longest, longest time to find out the title. I just had phonetic vocals for the longest time and just a phrase in the chorus, which is very rhythmic. And then suddenly, as I was driving my car somewhere, I pulled out my notebook and said, it's I Can't Get There Without You. And uh, I wasn't even looking at anything, poetry or books or anything. I just thought, that's a good Temptations kind of R&B title. And so it is. Uh, here it is. I Can't Get There Without You. Track 12. There was a time when I believed I could reach all of my dreams And I could make it in this world alone but as I tried to make my way Through the forest of my days Well, that truth in my heart struck home And now I know That I can't get there without you I need you by my side Help me make it through No, I can't Get there without you You're the love I need To keep me strong and true No, I won't walk through life Without you strength and in the desert of my fears my hope if I should fall you hear my call no when I lose my way you're the compass in my heart and so you must know And for you perceptive uh, ear rolls out there, you know that I just mentioned that Titch was uh, written from the middle eight of this song. And uh, just in the middle eight there was the chords I took. I basically took the vocals off and created that little instrumental Titch from this song. I can't get there without you. I know I had the hardest time getting the rhythm right on this and I had... Um, uh, busy drum, busy drums on it at first, and then I realised to think about Stevie Winwood, and think about really making it minimal. So I brought it down to a very dry, small drum machine, and that instantly worked. Um, and uh, I remember not having any harmonies on the chorus because I thought it was cliche. But then I tried it and thought, no, this is what it should be. We need harmonies on the chorus. That's probably what brought the Osmonds in. Um, and that worked as well. You you pull and you push, you pull and you push in, on songs, and uh, eventually you seem to find where it should be. But it sometimes takes a bloody long time. This song... Um, I think it reminds me, you know, I used to listen to Radio Luxembourg as a kid in bed and you'd listen to all this great Gamble and Huff Philadelphia soul coming across the waves, uh, stuff you didn't always hear on Radio 1, you know, Me and Mrs. Jones by Billy Paul. There was something about that late night um, radio soul that came across from the American air bases and, and uh, Radio Luxembourg and... Uh, I think that influenced me a great deal in singing this song. Uh, I can't get there without you. And that was track 12 on A Temper of Peace, our special today.
<laughs> I sound like a butcher, don't I? Our special today is a leg of lamb. Uh, onward to uh, track 13. Uh, this is, again, uh, a very old song, a trilogy of the old songs that got on this album from our, um, When the Harvest is in, Healing Waters. And this is called Sweet Kaleni Hill. Uh, again, back to that period when I was reading um, Seamus O'Heaney's great poetry, the, the famous Irish poet, which uh, I've got everything he's ever written. And uh, I think that reading him, this song appeared... Um, um, uh, very, very folky in its tendencies, but a ghost song. It's a ghost song. It's about a lady that uh, has lost her man, that he's gone off to war, never came back. And so she goes on to sweet Kaleni Hill and longs to see him coming back, maybe on the waves, but he doesn't return. And so, as all ghost stories do, pretty tragic, she leaps off sweet Kaleni Hill. But I'm telling you the whole story right, right up front. Enjoyed doing this track, and I re. I rebirthed the demo, as we say again, like I did on the other songs. I put live percussion on, did some extra harmonies, did some extra bass. A song that I believe was used as a B-side on some of the tracks on In the House of Stone and Light. I think it was released in Germany, a version of this of sorts. But I wanted to do a brand new version and uh, bring it into um, a ghost story, complete with thunderstorms. Sweet Kaleni Hill. This year she walks the hilltop Looking out to sea Lamenting in the mist What once had been Waiting for true love It got to walk From the hill she blows a kiss once more To the uh, instrumental here and uh, I remember uh, going into the kitchen and pulling out all the cutlery and all the knives and all the spoons and all the uh, <laughs> paraphernalia from the kitchen I could use to be a percussionist that's what you hear on the end of this song uh, great fun when you make up a person's name in a song and that is Rosaline McBride yes She's the poor damsel that flings herself onto the rocks for our Davy, Rosaline McBride. Uh, I'm reminded here that I loved using a keyboard called the CP70, the Yamaha CP70. It was a monster of a keyboard. But that's what you hear here and on um, earlier song on When the Harvest is In because 
I remember when Peter Gabriel used to use that electric piano a great deal because it really takes the part of electric guitars. It does the same thing. If you haven't got any electric guitars, a CP70 Yamaha piano does the same atmospheric, hard-hitting, um, atmospheric vibe. Um, and I noticed with the chords I'm playing, I'm just playing the roots and the fifths where you don't uh, point at it being a major or a minor. That's really good for those kind of um, folky, ghosty, isolated kind of songs where the harmonic bass is a little bit sort of between two worlds, I think. Um, and I'm playing fretless bass there, an area fretless bass, which uh, I'm prone to do, uh, trying to uh, copy uh, Kate Bush's bass player, John Giblin, um, wonderful fretless player. Anyway, let's get on to the penultimate song. I've been running out of time here, and I want to get this in. This is the last song, the 14th song. It's called You Can Let Go. Um, a very special song for me. I've told this story many times, but um, it's written really about uh, a period in my life when my father was ill, and um, I think he was hanging on in the hospital just for me, and I could feel like uh, he probably just didn't want to let go uh, and uh, leave me out there as such, and so I I really wanted to let him know that he didn't have to suffer anymore and fight on, that I would be okay. I could carry on and, through his guidance, um, live onwards uh, with strength, and uh, this is really what that song's about i'm sure many of you out there have had that feeling when uh you want to let tell someone that they can let go and they don't have to uh worry uh anymore about um fighting on and hanging on and suffering i loved my father uh, incredibly and um there's a point when you just don't want to see any creature anybody you love uh suffering um that's not an option i'm playing uh my my Taylor guitars on this, um, well, just with my thumb, not with a not with a pick, just to get the warmth. Uh, this is a song, the last song, or a temper of peace called "You Can Let Go." I can see you're tired. It's been a long, long road. Funny how all the steps we take. Lead us all the way back home In this sacred garden A boy came out to play To show us how to walk on this earth How to cherish every day And the world has been blessed by the love that you left you have fought the good fight now it's time to close your eyes and awake from the dream of life oh sweet soul can let go And I will see you dancing With all the ones you have loved So let the music call you away Don't worry about us By the love that you left You have fought the good fight Now it's time to close your eyes And awake from the dream of life Oh, sweet soul You can let go and the child still shines in the light of your eyes where no pain can damn the flame now it's time to break the chains and walk into the heat 
you can let go of my sweet soul you're going home you can let go uh the last track track 14 on a temper of peace um you went the whole journey with me hopefully those three bottles of whiskey helped you get all the way to this point um and I'm glad you did, if you did. I remember with this song, You Can Let Go, I was working with uh, <clears throat> Robbie Williams, and he was, in, he was in London for a while, and he was playing this album and this song, and he called me from London and he said, My wife is crying! My wife is crying! It's a beautiful song. One day I'm going to cut this myself. Uh, well, that was a lovely compliment from Robbie. Um, yet to be seen to be done, but um, lovely to feel that. Um, I didn't want to make his wife cry, but... Um, <laughs> Anyway, there we are, the special, um, a temper of peace. I hope um, some of the little stories and some of the facts behind some of these tracks, if uh, you've got this album or if you're just finding out about it, um, inspired you in some way. You know, it's a songwriter's podcast that I do here and I always hope that somebody listens to uh, some of the words I say and some of the songs I play and they say, I want to have a go at this myself and I've got a a good inspiration for it. So I uh, I hope in some way it turned you on. I know uh, for me as a veteran of all this stuff looking back it's uh, incredibly fascinating because <clears throat> you always evolve and you always move into another situation when you're writing and I'm quite prolific luckily um, I've never had writer's block um, thank god that sounds like a terrible disease like insomnia or something um, but you know when you look back you can see how you've grown how your vocals have changed how you your arrangements have changed how you're perceiving songs and uh, different styles so it's uh, for me, even dipping right back, it's very fascinating. I know that when I read about Paul McCartney looking back at the very early Beatles stuff, he said, um, "My God, we were a good band. We were great then." Um, I know for me, uh, I'm not sure if I got better or worse, but I just know I love doing it. And if you love doing it, I think uh, maybe somebody else will love you doing that as well. So thank you for being with me on this uh, special. Another leg of lamb, please, for the butcher. Yes, a special here um, of an album, my third album on Ironing Board Records called A Temper of Peace. And I hope all of you out there have a temper of peace, a temperance of peace, because it's the best feeling in the whole wide world. Uh, I need to get back in the studio. This has turned me on. I need to write another album. It's going to be double, triple, maybe a quadruple. i got to get back in there. i got to get back in the studio. I will see you soon in the Owl's Nest. Owl's Nest.